This is VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Well, crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat Basile and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you to live your life full out. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for joining the show today. What a fabulous, fabulous show we have today. I have been looking forward to this for weeks and weeks and weeks. Today we have with us unbelievable individual. I can't tell you enough about Mr. Guy Finley. Uh, and I'm going to send you right away. For those of you that are listening to the show, you're listening online, and you want to take a look at this website before we even go any further, and that would be www.guyfinley.com. I want to say Guy has... Uh, I've, <laughs> Guy and I have been chatting together uh, on the airwaves here uh, for, for a while, and I want to say this. You're not going to believe what you are going to hear today. If you are in a slump, if you're looking for something, if you feel like something is missing out of your life, if you feel a dark shadow hovering over you, as, as some of you have indicated, if you're looking for, simply looking for a better life, this is where you want to be today. Guy is today's brightest voice in the field of self-realization, showing men and women how to find a life of freedom, enduring fulfillment, and true purpose. He is the author of over 20 books, booklets, audio cassette albums, including the internationally successful The Secret of Letting Go. And I want to tell you that you're not going to really manifest much unless you get rid of that old stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. His works have sold over a million copies and have been translated into nine languages. Uh, over the past 25 years, Guy has been featured on nearly 500 radio and TV shows around the country, including Sally Jesse Raphael, PBS, Entertainment Tonight, Coast to Coast, Live with Art Bell, NPR, my friend David Essel Live, and the Wisdom Channel. He, his writings have also been feature, featured as today's pick in USA Today, and we are here with Guy. His new book, Apprentice of the Heart, Lessons in Life Only Love Can Teach. Welcome to the show, Guy. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks, Pat. I'm, 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 I'm happy to be with you this morning. Well, you know, I've asked you this question before, and I think I'm going to check in and ask it, ask it again. It's a question that I ask each and every one of my guests, and uh, it goes like this. Here you and I, here we are, you know, just breathing the air, you know, living life, and, you know, taking our dream and our gifts out there. And the question had come up from one of my listeners, and it goes like this. You know, haven't you ever had any challenges? You know, you know, have you ever had to, you know, jump over a few hurdles? And so what are some of the challenges or obstacles that you have had to overcome to bring you <laughs> to this very moment? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, you know what, I'll, I'll answer this uh a little more philosophically than, uh, okay. than physically. Uh, but uh, you may rest assured, everyone may rest assured, that, uh, that to be on this earth, to be a human being, is 
to be tested. It isn't a question of whether or not, you know, you, we look at people and we think to them, well, boy, you know, they, they got some break I didn't or so forth and so on. And while it's true, sometimes the deck of cards that we, uh, that we work with on, in this lifetime, uh, the face cards, you know, the higher cards are mm. maybe they're in the front uh, 26 instead of the back 26. Yes. But uh, I can assure anyone that we all essentially get the same deck of cards. It's how we play the hand that makes the difference. And how we play the hand all depends upon what we understand. We are no better in life. I don't care what we have or don't have than what we understand about ourselves and why the things that happen to us do. Once we realize that we can learn the three most powerful language, words in the English language, as far as I'm concerned, apart from I love you, which, is for, which are really synonymous with these three words I'm going to say, I can learn. Mm. Nothing. We never meet anything, Pat, ever, that is not due to what we have yet to understand about ourselves. Right. We, don't meet, we don't meet problem people. We don't meet negative events. We don't meet health conditions that are contrary to our wishes. These things happen to us, but in the moment when all is said and done, what we meet is our understanding about these events. Once we get that down, start to recognize that it's possible to learn the truth in the lessons that come to us on the back of these events. By God, and with God's help, if you will, we can begin to make changes that are radical. Now, last part. Have I had challenges? Do you know that most of us, Pat, are actually missing 50% of our lives? No, I didn't know that. I mean that. I mean it literally. We are absolutely, most of us, missing half of our life. And do you know what that half is? What are we doing? <clears throat> Trying to get rid of what we call the bad stuff. Uh-huh. When, when, when problems happen, our attitude towards anything that we perceive as being negative is to immediately throw it away, bury it under a rock, deny it, or eat and drink something until the pain goes away. Mm-hmm. Pretend is, as if it's not there. Pretend as if it's not there. Oh, boy, that's an ouch. Well, the fact of the matter is is that half of our lives are made up of what, we're, what we call, at least half of what we call, I don't want this. Mm. And when we throw away half of what we don't want, we're throwing away half of our possibilities to perfect ourselves and become true human beings. Mm. So, is my life, of course, my God, thank mm -hmm. heavens. If, I'll say this last thing, then we'll go back. If a person listening to us this morning can understand this one next idea, then nothing in the universe can stop them from fulfilling the purpose of their life. When we actually realize that whatever comes to us, no matter what it is or how it's perceived in the moment, for its promise or its punishment, when we understand that it is there for us and our development, then we are on the road and nothing can stop us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very interesting that you say that. I just came back from New York, and I had the opportunity to interview some of the firefighters, some of the people that um, have developed um, you know, serious illness as a result of 9-11 mm. uh, and the cleanup of that. Yeah. And, you know, they talk about this experience now. Of course, they've gone through a special treatment. But they talk about this as their, now their gift to give back. Yeah. The folks that I talk to, you know, that have lost, you know, family and friends. But the question that, that I would like to uh, ask you about 
is in the moment, and I've had them and you've had them, in the moment when you're, you're in that place where you don't think that anything is going your way, what can we say to people to, you know, help them experience that moment and then to bounce back to live the lives they want to live? Okay, well, I'll use you as a sounding board, and you'll be the, the listener, okay? Yes, I will. All right. I could use it today, actually, guys. No, no, I mean, you'll be the listener out there. You'll be the advocate of the listener. You, you answer it. as though you're the listener for me. Okay. How about you, Pat? Any challenges? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there have been a few crises. Would you agree in your life? Absolutely. Where, in those moments, just as you described, things could not be bleaker, Hope uh, is a word, and, and without emotional or intellectual content, uh, and uh, one, one can't even begin to think, forget how they're going to get through the moment, but whether it's possible and what's on the other side is as dubious as anything can be. That, would you say, Pat, is a, a fairly uh, adequate statement regarding being in a negative state. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Now, now we've done one thing. We have shown that the moment of a crisis brings with it, for most of us, as we are, a negative reaction. Mm -hmm. We have a negative reaction to what happens to us in a moment where something threatens our health, takes away a loved one, changes our life in some significant fashion. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> now, have you ever had any of those kinds of crises that you've got negative over? Uh, have you ever pushed any of them away because you just couldn't deal with it at the moment? You know what, Guy? It's very interesting you asked me this. It's most of my life. I mean, you know, for me, I had different ways of dealing with things that came up for me, you know, pretty much for the first, you know, 40 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And it, what are the ways that we, we can think of doing that? Alcohol, uh, denial, you, you know, know, anger uh, at others. I mean, you know, I yeah. can go down the list. Working. Blame. All right, right. All right so the, that didn't work too good, did it? Oh, my gosh, no. I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So, okay, so we put an X next to it. That didn't work good. But now here comes the interesting thing. Did the, re did the way you treated those lessons that came, those events that came in life, they didn't change the lesson, and did the lesson go away, or did it either repeat as it was or return in a slightly different flavor for you to have to look at again? It re not only did it repeat, but yeah. each time it came back, the degree to which it came back es ex escalated. Yes. Okay, great. You know what I want to say? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like... Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I had a little bit, a nudge over here that was a little painful. Yeah, and yeah. then, the, you know, ultimately, you know, in the experience I had being downsized um, after 25 years, in that moment, you know, it was like my life had stopped. Yeah, okay, great. So, now, did there not also come a moment in which... You just couldn't do what you used to do anymore towards that crust that was forming over you. Absolutely. And, okay, and now, boy, did I become, you know, the maverick. All right. Now we're getting to the, near to what I'm working at. Yeah. It, boy, did I get to a place, and I remember it, too. It was my 40th birthday. And all of a sudden, I woke up one day, and it was like, you know what? I, I am just not willing to do this anymore. Uh, this is fantastic. Now, I promise you, and I, if... if because you could have asked me the same questions, and I would have answered the same way. The fact is that in that moment where, at last, the pain in the lesson could no longer be tolerated, and you had to go through what those lessons had been pressing you to go through, on the other side of the lessons, were you not 
a more whole, intelligent, possibly more compassionate, definitely stronger, wiser human being than you were in the 15 seconds before the moment where that process of letting go and busting through finally changed. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, this it's, is what, and it's not even something that I can describe. Oh, I just okay. know that in an instant, it's like a light bulb went on. That's right. And, and, and you I know decided, what? yeah. And, Does that and, make sense? Oh, yeah, because the beauty of this is that we're talking about, are we getting ready to go to a break or anything like that? I, I think we must be. Okay. Let's take a short break. When we come back, let's fin- let's talk. We'll more pick it right about- up here because we're going to make the point and give the listeners a way to start really working. Yeah, absolutely, you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me and my special guest, Guy Finley. We're going to be talking about Apprentice of the Heart, but right now we're talking about living the life you want and breaking through to your unlimited possibilities. We'll be right back. Did you know that the second most cited reason why people don't forgive is that they don't know how? You and your organization can change this by supporting the National Forgiveness Tour. Sponsored in part by Dr. Pat Basile's Crestbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life radio program. For more information on sponsorship, go to www.crestbusting.com or www.theforgivenesstour.com. Have you always wanted to own your own business but thought you couldn't afford it or just didn't know how? Well, check this out. Katie Evans, the founder of the Lighten Up Weight Loss Program, is giving away Lighten Up franchises. That's right. Check out the website, www.lighten-up.com. Yeah, you heard correctly. They are giving away free franchises. Call now, 1-888-311-1998 or visit www.lighten-up.com. Imagine a country of people that is forgiveness literate, where we can choose to let go of anger, disappointment, hurt, and frustration because we know how to. You can assist in making this vision a possibility by sponsoring the National Forgiveness Tour. For more information on sponsorships, go to www.crestbusting.com or www.theforgivenesstour.com. Are you thinking of adopting a child? How do you know if you're ready to adopt? Each week, Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell will focus on different aspects of adoption that are important to you. Marty is a certified adoption practitioner and has made it her life's quest to bring families safe and ethical adoptions. Her guests for Let's Talk Adoption will include birth parents and adoption professionals. Learn how to overcome the hurdles of adoption on Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on voiceamerica.com. Do you feel as though your life and your weight are out of control? Are you trying to satisfy a hunger that can't be met with food? Then you need to know about the Lighten Up Weight Loss Program. There may be holes in your soul that you're trying to fill with pizza. These holes may be named loneliness, loss of love, pain, and food will never be able to fill them. If you understand that food is not the problem, it's the hunger of your spirit that needs to be fed, call Lighten Up. They can help. With hypnosis, it's easier than you think and so fulfilling. You'll no longer need food for anything except hunger. Call 1-888-311-1998 for more information or visit www.lighten-up.com. 
Are you overfeeding your pet? Almost every household has a pet, and over half of them are overfed. On the Humane Animal Hospital Hour with Dr. John Carver, we know what an incredible difference good nutrition makes in keeping pets happy and healthy. Every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Dr. John Carver will discuss a wide range of topics from the correct amount to feed your pet to vaccinations and new products that will help your pet live a happier life. Once again, that's the Humane Animal Hospital Hour every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. This is voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at one 888 335 5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust busting. Welcome back. And today, you know, you are joining us and we are having this fabulous, fabulous conversation. And the we that I'm referring to is the uh, amazing Guy Finley. And Guy Finley's uh, encouraging and accessible message is one of the true bright lights in our world today. You know, so bright. His ideas cut straight to the heart of our most pressing personal and social issues. Relationships, fear, addiction, stress, anxiety, peace, happiness, freedom, and lead the way to a higher life. And Guy and I are having that conversation right now about me. Thank you, Guy, for joining the show today. I'm delighted, Pat. Let's pick up right where we were. Okay. We had reached the point where we realized that certain lessons had come to us. We pushed them away, found any other thing to do than to deal with what it is that life was trying to show us. And that the more we did that, the more the, the, the pain sort of grew, uh, became, took weird shapes. We, we, we did things that compromised ourselves. And then at last, we reached the point where Pat, myself, everyone realizes, you know what, I'm not, this isn't going away. And there comes a moment in which when the lesson is finally learned, that we exit, and this is a key point, we exit the moment, that event, that epiphany, that insight, that moment where we won't be shoved around anymore by our own fears, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, we exit the moment a different person than the person we were the moment prior to that understanding dawning in us. It is literally a a process that has occurred where I am no longer who I was. Now, do I have the the same past? Yeah. In fact, all of those lessons have suddenly... Here's the key word, coalesced. I have had a moment of true integration, not that I brought about by doing something, but that came about by seeing something as being true about myself. I could no longer be the kind of person I had been. I had to let it go. Now, in that same moment where I've begun to actually let it go, that moment of integration, Pat, is actually due to love that I've been working at. Mm-hmm. I have reached the point where I can't be who I've been anymore. Now, back to the original question, what do the listeners do who are in those moments right now? Well, can we remember? Can we remember that we have all been through moments like that? That here I am, I'm looking at my life as I'm wrapped in a black cloud. I have no future, no hope. Things are all going to pot, hell in a handbasket, if you will, and I don't know what to do with myself. 
And what I need to recognize is that I'm keeping the wrong company at this moment if all I see is darkness. I'm listening to who I've been tell me that all there is is who I've been. Mm. But I can remember. I have seated in the center of my heart that small bit of remembrance, of ability to reason, if you will, my right intellect, my true heart that can look and say, you know what, I have been in tunnels before. I have seen this kind of darkness before. Now, unfortunately, I'm having trouble remembering that there was a light at the end of the tunnel if I stayed in the tunnel. But if I stayed in the middle of the tunnel or went backwards, things got darker. Oh, yeah. Okay, so knowing that, I press forward while remembering that all that is happening to me in this moment is not against me, but is for me if I will simply remember that I can exit this tunnel. It's really that simple. Mm -hmm. To no longer let myself be identified with those negative thoughts and feelings, fear, telling me, for instance, and here, uh, 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 we'll go back to you and I again. Okay. In the moments where the things were bad and we're the most frightened, did, did, did your fear ever tell you, Pat, you know, I think you should doubt me. Oh, oh. Fear, fear doesn't say doubt me. No. Fear says follow me. Fear says I'm the expert. That's it. Don't okay. look anyplace else. The answer is right here. Did fear ever say to you, I'm a temporary manifestation of certain changes in your life that come about because you're clinging to the wrong thing? No, fear says I am your life. That's right. Did, yeah. and this, did fear? And that is so not the truth of us. Yeah, that's right. And, and did fear ever say to you, I'm the only option that you have? Yes, of course. Yes, that's really... That is. Fear is the only option that we have. And, of course, that's not the truth of us either. Now, how do I meet fear if I don't know the truth about it? I can't. All I can do is let fear tell me what my options are. Well, if you only know it is one option and the only option that you have, then there, then there is no world of possibilities beyond it, is there? There we go. And that's what we're trying right now to do. We're trying to say, look, in the moment that we're facing these situations where things seem hopeless, the limit of our present view is not the limit of our possibilities. And when we understand that with our mind and can look at these negative states, and right in the middle of them realize that even though I feel these things to be the only possibility, my mind knows they are not. And I tell you that that's the beginning of a miracle, Pat, because there is a phenomena that is a, a spiritual phenomena, but, but physics have proven it, that when we observe whatever it is that is inside of us, we change what is observed. Mm -hmm. When we are identified with a negative feeling or a negative thought pattern, we don't see it, we are it, because we're identified with it. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about learning to begin this process, this necessary spiritual process of separating ourselves from the bad inner company that fear and other negative states present themselves as being. But here's the key. They never say, fear never says, look, I'm all wrong for you. Fear says, I can help you out of this. Embrace me. Come with me. Let me guide you through this moment. And so awakening, the key word in all of my work, to what is going on inside of ourselves in the moment and recognizing that negative thoughts and feelings are always self-wrecking regardless of what they promise to do for us, 
then we can begin the, pro- the process of the, the, one of the more difficult things that we'll do, but that which really produces change. And that is we have to learn in the moments where we are afraid that we have to be alone, meaning we can't keep the company of these fearful thoughts and feelings. Instead, we have to shine the light of understanding on them that not only changes our relationship with them, but the future that they would ordinarily bring to us. And, you know, God, that is exactly the place of absolute magnificence in terms of my life. Uh, For me, once that light was flashing down, there was really no turning back to the darkness. Yes. Uh, You know, it's it's as if, and, you know, we'll talk more about this after the break, uh, but we, um, it's as if, you know, we know something now that is in conflict with the speech that fear or doubt would would have given us. That's exactly right. And now, you know, there's this question. And so, you know, what you're saying, and 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 this is this is so important for our listeners. What you're saying is that once you get that moment, that moment where the light is, is shined on, that is the moment, isn't it, guy? That we recognize that we no no longer have to go back. Everything can begin to change in the moment when we recognize that what we have been doing to ourselves can't deliver us. In that moment, when we're willing to see that clinging to those kinds of conflicted thoughts and feelings merely are a continuance of our life, and are willing to see just what we talked about, you know what, I've been in moments like this before, I didn't know what to do, but I did finally get the lesson that proves the lesson is waiting there for us. This is the most positive, empowering thing a person can ever learn. What is good and true and above us awaits us. All we need to do is turn towards it, and it will bring to us everything we need to make the changes we must. Mm. You know, that's very interesting that you say that. You know, what is, you know, the turning towards is sometimes the hardest thing from pe- for people. I hear that over and over and over again. It's so much, it's so easy to keep looking at the door that's shut. And the reason Instead of it's, turning around. The reason it's so, it's so difficult, Pat, is because we don't have self-understanding. We always think you can't talk to a human being that, 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 at that point in their lives where they are not sure that they would at all costs, they no longer want to suffer what they're suffering. And I'm telling you that the evidence is contrary to that, that we are living from something inside of us that not only wants the conflict that we're in to continue, but that is dedicated to seeing that we don't exit that part of us. That's called clinging to self. I call it the circle of self mm-hmm. that we get trapped in, and the only way out of the circle of self and its suffering is to recognize that the circle exists. Otherwise, we continue to believe in the thoughts and feelings that are telling us, I really want things to be changed, but I just can't. I just don't know how. That's a lie. We can, and once we recognize that we're in the hands of a nature whose purpose is to keep us in this negative state, then we can begin to do the real work of saying, adios, goodbye, I'm leaving you here, and I'm going to go find the life that I know is waiting for me. That's when we walk through the door. Yes, that's absolutely fabulous. And thank you so much for, you know, telling our listeners about this and about the, and about the way that this really does work. You know, what you've talked about uh, in, in many of the things that you do is about the letting go. 
And we're going to take a short break right now. And when we come back, Guy, what I want to talk about is the letting go, but what it is you talk about in Apprentice of the Heart that has been so meaningful for me in my life and is key, and that is love. So stay tuned. When we come back, more with Guy Finley. Call in at one 335 5204 and uh, chat with us. Receive a copy of this book, and uh, we'll be with you in a second. Stay tuned. You're listening to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. Be right back. feel as though your life and your weight are out of control? Are you trying to satisfy a hunger that can't be met with food? Then you need to know about the Lighten Up Weight Loss Program. There may be holes in your soul that you're trying to fill with pizza. These holes may be named loneliness, loss of love, pain, and food will never be able to fill them. If you understand that food is not the problem, it's the hunger of your spirit that needs to be fed. Call Lighten Up. They can help. With hypnosis, it's easier than you think and so fulfilling. You'll no longer need food for anything except hunger. Call 1-888-311-1998 for more information or visit www.lighten-up.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. Hi, this is Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living. Tune in on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, the program that brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. Each week, I interview national experts, best-selling authors, and celebrities who are making a positive difference in the world. We will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. For an autographed copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, and to listen to my archive programs, log on to RaskinResources.com. So tune in and call in to Positive Living on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth? Where and how can I find it? Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday for Mario's Verdad, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crime to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. You like movies, don't you? Yes! 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 Okay, we get the point. You really like movies. I wonder where a guy in everyday Joe like myself can find a little action. Feed your movie-going habit by listening to Movie Talk every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time with moviegoer and film critic extraordinaire Albert Montoya, exclusively on Voice America. Unfortunately, no, it requires something with a little more kick. Movie Talk is your weekly ticket into the exciting world of film. Check Albert out live every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice. 
VoiceAmerica.com. www.voiceamerica.com. America's Voice. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust-busting. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with uh, Guy Finley and the amazing work that he's doing, and we, we're talking about you know, living the life that you want to live and what does that mean and how can you be awake enough to know when you know, time has come for you to make a shift. Thank you, Guy. Thank you for joining today. You know, let me just pick up on our last segment and you know, what we were talking about and ask you this question because I know that I'm confronted uh, with this question, and it's you know it goes like this. You know, here you're talking to me about my experience, right, guy? And yeah. I say to you, you know, guy, what do you know about my experience? I mean, how can you possibly understand what that pain was like for me to be downsized after 25 years of service? Right. Here's the point, and and I think it's a very important one for all of us to consider because uh, certainly uh, I'm not in Pat's shoes and nor am I in the, li- the shoes of any of the listeners in a literal sense, meaning that, you know, I live where you, I live, you live what you live, uh, and our experiences uh, in our relationships and the events of our lives are very different. But we as human beings all share a very, very common nature, both in the low side of it and the high side of it. Mm-hmm. And I, it's so important for a person to understand that what we need, all of us, in the moments where things seem the darkest, is not somebody confirming the darkness for us. <laughs> I mean, we, we can't see ourselves, Pat. That's the whole point. Right. If we could see ourselves, we could change ourselves. But when we're in a dark state, all we see is the darkness that state tells us is the quality of our life. So the true friend, even though they make me mad, I get so bitter, I'm frustrated, I resent people. In this instance, here I'm listening to Guy Finley, and he's saying that there's a way to, to remember moments that weren't like this and to call upon a light that changed. He doesn't know. You know, I just, got a, I just got a notice from my doctor. I've got three years to live, or I, I just got fired from a company after 12 years, or my husband died, or my wife left me, or whatever it may be. And the fact is that, look, I'm not saying these aren't terrible times. I'm saying that terrible times are literally meant for us to discover inside of ourselves something that we'll never again have to go through that kind of negativity again if we learn the lesson in the event. Mm. Mm. And that thinking to ourselves that those who commiserate with us, those poor people, by the way, that whose ears we bend about our suffering, that, though, that somehow there's value in my suffering, let me tell you, there is no value in suffering that any of us do if we don't discover the root of that suffering. Because until we actually for ourselves realize that all of the suffering we do, regardless of what causes it, is, is, is part of our being identified with something that has given us a sense of ourself. The woman leaves me after 15 years. My boyfriend leaves me after six months of the greatest relationship I've ever been in. 
the reason there's so much pain in that isn't because of the event, but because of something that happens inside of me that now I don't know who I am. I don't know what's going to happen to me. So at the center of all of this darkness is a little kernel called me, 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 me. Is this tough to hear? You bet. But when we realize that the event that takes place is so that we can learn to recognize the pain isn't because I lost love. The pain is because I no longer know myself as a loving person. Now we're on to something. And this is right to the heart of my new book, Apprentice of the Heart. These lessons in life that only love can teach are trying to show us that the pain is due to our having become fully identified with something temporary. That if it weren't for the fact that I was so attached and dependent upon you or it or them for giving me the prominent and familiar sense of self that I have, then when that event took place, it would mean nothing to me. But because suddenly the change in my outer life rocks my inner self, I think that it's the outer life that's my enemy and that has conspired against me. No. Life has brought that lesson for us to see where it is that we are literally limiting our possibilities by the degree to which we have become attached and identified with that event or person lending us that sense of self. So even though it feels like a punishment, it's an invitation to discover a higher part of ourself that isn't attached and identified to the same extent so that we're not only freer to be a happier, more loving person, but we're on the road to discovering that within us lives a certain kind of love, a divine love, a true love that can never be compromised because it doesn't exist through being attached or identified with anything outside of itself. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that because what you're referring to, and this really goes to many, many situations, including the loss of someone, uh, you know, literally the loss of someone, someone dying. Yes. Um, It's not that we don't love them. Or grieve them. Or grieve them. But when our grief becomes uh, a means or a way to talk about our life, Yes. and what no longer exists in it, I think that's what you're talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. When the darkness that comes, and let's not mistake this, there's no question. I lose someone I love. I've worked at something for 25 years, and, 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 and uh, somebody with, with no heart uh, lets me go with no heart. Mm-hmm. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're not a human being if in that moment there isn't a, 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 an iceberg crashing into a Titanic. <laughs> But the issue is, do I sit there and sink with the boat? Because that's what negative states want us to do. They want us to relive the crash. Instead of understanding the crash came about so that we can get into a better ship. If, excuse the metaphor. <laughs> but, but that's the point. That when grief, fear, anxiety go on, it proves, if we're willing to see it, that we didn't let the lesson teach us what we were intended to learn from it, which was what? That it was time to let go of who we were and have been so that we can begin the new and refreshing life that comes with letting the event integrate all of these parts of us that thought the only way we could know ourselves and have love in our life was through that person. Think about it, Pat. Is any pain in our life essentially not caused by having become identified with something that we thought was eternal that proved out to be temporary. 
Well, not in mine, for sure. I mean, that's clearly, you know, I mean, I can go back to, you know, eight year, being eight years old and losing my mother. Yes. Um, you know, right up into that situation that I just talked to you about, which, as a matter of fact, was perhaps the last situation that I felt identified, and that was with the company. And there are many, many people that are experiencing this in today's phenomena in the workplace and don't really know what to do with that guy. Yeah, but see, inside of us, and this is right to the point of our earlier conversation, that, you know, I, I don't think I'm identified with owning the freeway until somebody cuts me off. <laughs> you know, I don't, think I'm, I, I don't think I'm identified with eggs, uh, you know, easy over until they come uh, like pancakes. I mean, exactly. So, oh my! You know, you must have been you must have been sitting in the room next door to me when I was, you know, living my life there. <laughs> you must have been at that that diner in New Jersey that one night where I absolutely had a temper tantrum about my eggs coming out, uh, you know, looking like a pancake. We're, we're all the same, Pat. I, 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 it, it's you know what? This is so it's so empowering. Even though personally, I don't want to hear it. We think our suffering is unique because of the unique set of experiences that produces it in us. We are not unique in our suffering. All of us suffer the exact same things produced by different conditions. When we realize that, we're on the road to becoming not only wiser because we'll learn to let go faster, but we're also on the road to learning compassion. Because when we're negative and angry and frightened, all we can do is try to look for someone to either bring into our storm or blame someone for it. And what we're after in this life, and all of us know it in our hearts, is to become human beings that are expressions of a, of a living light, yes. a kinder, truer human being. And yes. that comes to us naturally as we learn about these negative states and what we're really intended to do with them. And to the point, again, of apprentice of the heart, that these are things that love brings to us for the purpose of learning to let go of what is keeping us from having a deeper relationship with the love that's in our hearts. Well, there's, there's a paragraph in the I'm going to read this because I, this is right as you open this book, folks. Let me just show you what we're talking about. We're talking with Guy Finley today, and the book that we're referring to right now is his almost latest book, Apprentice of the Heart, Lessons in Life Only Love Can Teach. And you can find out more about the book, more about the, the Life of Learning Foundation by going to www.guyfinley.com. That's G-U-Y-F-I-N. And ley.com, and there is so much on this website that you are going to be amazed. When we come back from the break, we will talk more about the website. We'll talk more about the uh, the information that Guy is providing and opportunities for key lessons in life. Um, unbelievable uh, section here called the Wisdom Tree. And we're going to talk more about the book. When we come back from break, I'm going to read a paragraph that is absolutely one of my favorites that I read over and over and over and over again to remind myself of what the key is. So stay tuned with us. We'll be right back. More with Guy Finley. More with Crust Busting. Call in at one 335 5204 one triple eight three three five five two zero four five two zero four. Question, comment, and receive a copy of this amazing book. We'll be right back.
Go, 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 Gene. Why is Hollywood crazy for this berry? Have you heard of Dr. Earl Mindale's Himalayan goji juice? It is a major breakthrough in health and nutrition. If you haven't heard about it, you're not alone. If you could take a drink a day to make you feel good, look good, lose weight, give you a tremendous amount of energy, get rid of all your stress and anxiety, and put a silly grin on your face all day long, you better believe you would. Like all of us, we are around of people with colds, flus, germs, and viruses. How would you like to boost your immune system 300% in the first three weeks? The goji berry has a unique blend of powerful master molecules that are not found in any other plant on earth. And it tastes delicious. Dr. Earl Mendel believes that the Himalayan goji juice will have more powerful benefits on health, well-being, anti-aging than any other product he has seen in the last 40 years. Call 1-800-301-5990 to experience the amazing benefits you will receive when drinking Himalayan goji juice. The goji number again is 1-800-301-5990. This is Andrew Sloss, host of Law & Business Weekly on voiceamerica.com. I am America's Voice. Get committed to the cause of Christ. Listen to Pastor Ralph Martino every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Pastor Ralph will discuss a wide variety of spiritual topics from temptation to same-sex marriages and feature community leaders, authors, and NFL athletes all devoted to the cause of Christ. Experience hope, health, and spiritual growth. Awaken the truth and find your passion. Join Pastor Ralph Martino for Committed to the Cause of Christ every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time right here on voiceamerica.com. This is VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crossbusting. Welcome back. We're here today with Guy Finley, and we are talking about many, many things. Uh, we're talking about his book, Apprentice of the Heart. We're talking about love. We're talking about lessons in life only love can teach. Let me read this to you because this is something I, I read to myself in the, you know, over and over again from the book. And it goes like this. Seated in the center of the heart, as surely as the essence of a tiny seed holds the promise of a towering tree, lives within us the presence of a power that can dispel any gathering darkness and change what is unkind into conscious compassion. What is this great presence and power lying latent within us? It is love. You know, I read that over and over again, Guy, to be reminded of that. I was just thinking while I was listening to you read that, you know, well, here I am, I'm, I'm sitting at home, I'm, I'm in a bad way, or things have gone wrong, I've lost someone I love. I, I, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm not related to love in that moment. That's, that's what the person saying, you know, love, shmove. I, I, I don't know about love, I've got this problem. And I was trying, you know, how do you, what do you, how do you reach a person? And, and I realized that, you know, what the, one of the problems is, Pat, is that we don't really understand love at all. Meaning that what we call love is 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 like looking at a uh, a leaf and thinking it's the tree, and I think that's the value of this book and and uh, of Apprentice of the Heart is that love is not just this sensation that we have that we call love. Love is not just a warm fuzzy feeling.
feeling. And it's certainly not a reality show on TV. And love, no, you know. Uh, so let's let's do this. Uh, I've never a completely new thought or new way of expressing this came to me while you were reading that, Pat. You know, for the person sitting out there who says, "I don't have love in my life," maybe you don't feel love, but you can work with it. Mm. And here's how we can work with love, but it requires our understanding that some of us will be able to hear this and some of us won't. And, and you, you listen to this. Is not love that which integrates one thing with another? If I love another human being, isn't it because love has brought us together in a common place and space in which we can discover and share our qualities of one another? Yay? Mm-hmm. Yes. So love is an integrating force. It is a third party. That's what I write in this book. Yes, you Actually, do. It exists as that which allows me to be in relationship with what I love. It is an integrating, unifying power, a divine power, by the way, that expresses itself in levels all the way down to human beings saying, I love milkshakes. Now, in the moment that I am aware of my own negative state, when I wake up, I come back to myself and I become aware for a second of how I feel. Not, not absorbed in how I feel, Pat, but I'm aware of myself in the moment, in the now. Is not that awareness, is that not a force of integrating me with my own emotional state? You know, if we don't do that, then what shows up is all of the numbing, you know, that we do. That's it. I become you know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I become, instead of aware of my state, I become identified with the negative thoughts and feelings that are defining me in it. Awareness, that's the beginning of, that's an, it's an order of love, Pat, but we don't recognize it as such. Look, I go outside, and I'm, right now I'm looking out here in southern Oregon, I'm looking at a beautiful sun uh, that's half coming up a little bit, and it's cloudy, light through the trees. My awareness of that beautiful natural scene lets me share in the beauty of that scene because the awareness of the scene is actually my participation in it. Anything I participate in, I'm unified with. So awareness is a unifying force that not only allows us to participate in the moment that we're aware of, but that changes us for our participation. Mm-hmm. So it is with our willingness to be aware and watchful of our own states. It is the beginning of transforming ourselves through a process of uniting ourselves with what's going on to allow that which is above us to work on that which is beneath us. Pat, Christ said, my Father's kingdom has many mansions in it. This is not a religious statement. It's a physiological, psychological, and spiritual truth about our consciousness. Mm -hmm. And when we can begin to understand that within us is that which is capable of healing us, making us whole, and that our responsibility isn't to create the wholeness, but to place ourselves in a relationship where that wholeness, that love can work on us, then we're on the road. Then we have the keys, if you will, to the kingdom of happiness, of positive living, of, of heaven, so that we can participate in the right way by placing ourselves where these higher powers, where God's life, where the light of truth, whatever word we want to use, can do its work on us, in us. 
You know, it's interesting you mentioned that. It was uh, it, I had a I had a I flew back from New York last night, guy, and I was on the plane, and you know the plane was packed, yeah. mobbed. You know what I mean? It was so full. You know, I thought that there were actually people standing up. Of course, that was not true. But it was full. And, you know, you you know how you get in the seat and there are like two other people there. And in the moment, I remember asking myself, there was one gentleman, you know, on the end, and he started a conversation. And there was a, a young woman, Annie, in the middle. And there was a moment that I, I had the opportunity to plug in to a device. You know what I'm saying? I do. You know, one, a device. What, yeah. You know, like one of those little, I don't know what they're called on the airplanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a moment, and the gentleman on the end, Richard, started a conversation with the young woman. And in that moment, I decided not to plug into this device. Right. But to plug into a moment, a conversation and I have to tell you that that moment of speaking with this young woman and this man changed my life in that moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I, yes, I what you're awake saying. Enough. Yes, <laughs> you chose to participate in what life had brought to you because, in this instance, you realized that avoidance of some look, what we resist persists. Can it be any? It can't be said any simpler than that. It's really pretty simple. <clears throat> what we resist persists. And when I stop resisting life because it doesn't match up to what I think life should be, and I'm willing to take the moment and let it present to me what it wants to show me, not only about myself, but about life in large. Mm-hmm. Here's what I can learn in this moment. Then things change. And it's right to the heart of what I was talking about. That participation, conscious participation, is the pathway to transformation. If I avoid it by tuning out, by being identified with my own negative states, by, by plugging in the device of my own dark thoughts and feelings that at once torment me as they comfort me with all that I've been and didn't become, I, I have no chance to change. Just no. what you said is the way to do it. I'm going to plug into life. Let myself come awake, be aware of the moment, including awareness of all that I don't want. And I promise you that things change because that awareness is a power of transformation that can work for us if we'll let it. And, you know, the result of that, and I will say, and literally it's a plug-in. I mean, I had my, my hand on a headset, right, yeah. Yeah. ready to plug it into a device, which means I would have plugged out, you know, I would have unplugged these other interactions. Exactly. And what I had sitting next to me was a young woman, a courageous young woman, who had just found out months ago of a heart condition. And she was speaking to me about exploring the world of, let's call it enlightenment, but exploring a power greater than herself now. That she had been brought to this place where she was exploring many things and open to them. And she talked about, in one sentence, Guy, the integration of mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. and how she was turned off to it a short time ago. Yeah, see, there it is. There is the blow that can either make us bitter and break us, or that comes for the purpose of leading us to, leaving behind our old mindset, our old view and purpose in life, for the purpose of letting us recognize that we can be integrated by this event into a new nature, a new order of ourself, that has higher business to do because we're relating to higher things. 
And the higher we go, the happier we become. It's that simple. And that's what I want to end this show with. Thank you so much, Guy. Guy Finley's website, uh, www.guyfinley.com. And that, they can get the book there, right, Guy? Yeah, Apprentice of the Heart is available all the major stores, may, online stores, but you'll get the best deal right there at lifeofguyfinley.com, just like Pat was saying. And what I promised that I would do to the, for this young woman is, you know, I get a lot of material here, and so I'm going to be sending her the CDs, the books, the extra copies of things, and I am going to send her to your website. Thank you, Pat. Thank she you lives so down much. there with you, by the way. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> you know, Thank the light, you, Guy. We have you know, to... Go ahead, Pat. I'm sorry. Thank you so much for joining the show today, and we'll be back with you in December for looking... the launch of your new book, I hope. Yes, I'm looking forward to it, Pat. Amazing show, as usual. Uh, you know, thank you, Guy, for all the work that you do and for, for all that you are. Thank you so much for uplifting and inspiring me and my listening audience. The best to you, and I'll talk with you real soon. To our listeners, please, lights along the way. Live the life that you want to live. Visit GuyFinley.com. Take a look at what you can learn. And remember, this day and every day is your day to break through and live life full out. Until next week, have a fabulous, fabulous week. And remember, it's the love that will get you there. See you next week, same time, on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Thank you for joining us today for Crust Busting with Dr. Pat Basile. Crust Busting with Dr. Pat can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. For a copy of today's program or to learn more about Crust Busting, visit www.crustbusting.com. 